THN is brought to you by Legend Comics and Coffee in Omaha, Nebraska, Listen Nerds Like You, and Floating Bunny head creator Jonathan Sims. Head to Skelenaut.com today to see John's comics, shirts, art prints, and more. That's S-K-E-L-E-N-A-U-T dot com. Yes. Ho, ho, ha, ha. Remember me, old chum? Jolly devil. Welcome to THN. Cover to cover. We do it every Saturday. And this Saturday is Saturday the 26th. Yeah, that's true. It's a scary Saturday right before Halloween. We're going to talk about all kinds of scary stuff. We're going to get into it is right it? here on THN. Cover to cover. You can call us if you want to play along. I don't think we'll there's remember. anything inherently scary about the Saturday before Halloween. Oh, yeah. It's the scariest Saturday. Is it? Unless Halloween's on a Saturday. I thought Saturday the 14th was the scariest Saturday. No, that's ridiculous. That was a fun-loving comedy movie in the 80s. Yeah. (laughs) Here's how it works. You call 402-819-4894, and you can talk about all manner of nerd crap with us. And there is all manner of nerd crap to talk about. Now. Let's talk about it. Oh, jeez. Unless Halloween. Turn that down. Sorry. That's ridiculous. You can also send us an MP3 in an email to twoheadednerd at gmail.com if you cannot play along live. I get it. There's a people in the other parts of the world. There's people that live on the West Coast. And I don't know how time zones work, but I know it's very early there right now or possibly extremely late. I think it's yesterday in England. It very well could be. I'm not positive here. But before we can get started with this bullshit, Joe Patrick, I'm making a concerted effort not to cuss as much on this show. Are you? I am. Why? Uh, I don't know. What the fuck for? <laughs> Just kidding. I, I'm proud of you. Good job. Oh, thanks. Uh, can you get us started with the new uh, this week's question of the week? I can't seem to remember what it was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this week's question was submitted by Scott Evil uh, through Twitter. We all know Batman has the best villains, but who has the second best rogues gallery in comics? Best rogues gallery, not Batman. He thinks it's the Flash. Okay. I mean, that's not a bad answer. And the Flash does have a lot of really good bad guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that your answer? Probably not the Flash, right? We'll see. Oh, you're going to play it that way. I'm still mulling it over. I see. Uh, so there's news this week, and it started as a rumor. And the rumor was that Joker <laughs> was so successful that Warner Brothers was thinking about bringing in a Batman. To which Joe Patrick said, no. The site that reports that crap, they're always wrong. We got this covered. Yeah. Those guys are a bunch of dorks. We got this covered.com. They just post the most outrageous stuff. Oh, they do. It's all rumor bullshit. And and none of it's sourced. They just like source it's close to us. But then it was there was actually news that came out on two other sites saying that Warner Brothers is talking about spinning off two separate universes. One with Wonder Woman and Aquaman as we know him, and then Batman is going to reset a completely different Warner Brothers universe. I never saw that. Where was that? Yes. Um, If you paid attention to this event that we have on Facebook, you would see the news posts that I've put in there. I didn't see you post anything. I did. They're right there. So now we're talking about a Wonder Woman and Flash-verse, Wonder Woman, Flash, Aquaverse, and a separate Batman-verse. Does that mean they're going to remove Batman from the equation? Altogether, is it going to be more like Christopher Nolan's Batman, where it's like, no, this is Batman alone doing Batman stuff? 
Is this a terrible idea? I don't think, I, I think the Joker thing is bullshit. I don't see them doing anything like that. It just doesn't make sense. And I highly doubt that you get Joaquin Phoenix to come back and do that. Joaquin Phoenix uh, has a no sequel rule, yeah. apparently. I, I really doubt that he would come back and do that because he doesn't need to. He made his movie, made his money. He's probably going to get an Oscar nod for it. He'll be fine. Yeah. But do we need two separate dc movie i don't really need anything that dc is doing currently this is insanity i mean like if you want to muddy the waters by all means that's the best way to do it let's get as confusing as possible with it because you and i we're nerds we follow comics we get it there's separate worlds there's stories that count and stories that don't count the public doesn't get it they don't get it Sure. And like everybody I know that people that I work with that went and saw Joker, they're like, have you seen Joker yet? I'm like, I haven't yet. And they're like, why not? I'm like, well, I mean, I want to see it. I know it's good, but I didn't rush out to see it because it's not like a superhero movie. You know, it's set in the other superhero movies, sure. you know, stuff like that. And I'm like, we cover that and talk about them on the show and stuff. There really is none of that. And they're like, oh, it's not. And I went, no, you saw it, right? And they're like, well, yeah, but it is the Joker. I mean. Except it's not really. <laughs> See, that's just it. And I get it, and you get it. The public doesn't get it. I understand. They the, do not get it. Uh, Fundamentally. A lot of the public also doesn't understand why Superman wasn't in the Avengers. Yes. So <laughs> Exactly. I mean. <laughs> which I, was bullshit. I mean. Which was yeah, bullshit. he should have been there. Yeah. Yeah, he was definitely the first Marvel the strongest Marvel Avenger. Right. Superman. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Patrick says, I want Joker to be a series of movies, each one a different origin of the Joker, completely different actors and stories. I'd be fine with that. Uh, that's actually kind <laughs> that of fun. Be, yeah, that'd be kick ass. That's kind of the Joker we have. Like Heath Ledger comics. telling a different story every yeah. time he says it. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be into that. Uh, this, yeah, is, no, this is now approaching insanity. DC is throwing I, shit against the wall. I don't buy any of it. I don't buy any it's, of it. It's been reported three different places now. Those those are not reports. I, those are nothing is confirmed. I these get are just it. rumors and talks. Do you doubt that these jerks would do something like this? No, I don't doubt anything that I they do at this point. Either it's ridiculous. Uh, where is this news at? It's in our event. I'm looking at the event. Go to the event. You'll see the posts in there. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, this is all from we got this covered. No, I'm telling you, man. No, I'm worried about this. I'm supremely worried about this. Not in the Joker verse. I don't think they're going to do that at all. But I think making a new Batman movie, a new, you know, Patterson Batman film or whatever, and keeping it separate from, he, he, as much as I disliked Aquaman, keeping it separate from Aquaman and Wonder Woman and whatever they're doing with The Flash, which now is happening again. Uh, the Flash is off and on Good like God. a light switch. I don't know. Yeah. It's it just, this is bizarre. This is so bizarre. And so this I says, hate it. all right, this says, uh, existing characters like Wonder Woman and Harley Quinn remaining in that universe. Harley Quinn hasn't been in the movies yet. Oh, yes, she, yes, has. she has. Suicide Squad. Sorry. Talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Huh. Uh, and then a second universe with Pattons as Batman and whoever replaces Henry Cavill as Superman. So a Batman Superman universe and an everybody else universe. Stupid. Well, yeah. Why would you do that? It's just stupid. Like, this idea is so dumb. Yeah. I can't believe it's true. I, I know. I don't believe it's true. I I don't believe anything I read on We Got This Covered unless it's something that's already been reported somewhere else. I also else. don't believe it's not true because this is Warner Brothers we're talking about. Yeah, yeah it's true. <laughs> Who cares? Who 402-819-4894. We are talking about your favorite rogues galleries that are not Batman. Rogues. Rogues. Specifically, Ragus. not Batman rogues. Um, I was doing some hard thinking on this one uh -huh. because my knee jerk reaction was the Avengers because I love 
Avengers bad guys. I love like yeah, you know, I almost think that that doesn't count. I don't kind think, of. I don't think team villains. I think should you, count. and that from there, I was like, well, wait I think a, a rogues gallery is like this one guy's yeah. arch nemesis. Because I was like, oh man, I love Kang. I love Immortus and all that stuff. And I was like, well, wait a minute, they're kind of Hulk guys. They're kind oh, of- it's Halloween Comics Fest today. Joe Rankley uh, points out. What's a Halloween's Comic Fest? It happens every single year. Cool. Yeah, it's like Free Comic Book Day, but in October. Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover Caller. Who this? Hey, it's John Bunger. What's up, guys? John Bunger. Hello, John. What are you doing? I am making chili in the pressure cooker. That sounds pretty cool. I made chili in the pressure cooker last week. It kicked ass. Yeah, and you got the the air crisper top for your yeah, dude. Totally. You know, you know what I do? I think I told you about this. I put it on bake to let that after chili's all done and let it slowly bake and caramelize the top. You stir it in. You're crazy, man. I love that. Oh, it's so good. Hey. Hey, welcome to the Chili DC Cast. Movies are, the DC universe, movie universe is a cluster. Well, it is. For, from, yeah, it really is. I, yeah, it's, I have no, I have no interest. They are like, so screwed. Interest. I have too. I really have. Like, I think I get what they're doing with like, well, we're just going to tell separate stories and separate movies and that's fine. But it, I am only interested in that movie. And then we'll see if the next one is any good. Right. Like I'm over it at this yeah. point. Yeah, I, they, they, they. They tried their shot. There's no they heat. took their shot with Justice League. It didn't work out. Yeah. And now they yeah. want to do standalone movies. Fine. I'll watch the ones I, I'm interested in. And I can't like I'm I'm so apathetic about the things that they're doing now that right. I don't even have the energy to be mad about it. Totally. Like, I honestly think yeah. I'm more excited for the Bloodshot movie after seeing that trailer. The Bloodshot movie? The Bloodshot trailer kicked ass. <laughs> the trailer looked totally great. And Vin Diesel <laughs> I, I spoke. Am, I am not versed in the Valiant universe, but, you know, whatever. I'll watch I'll watch pretty much any comic book movie. It just depends whether sure. I go see it at the theater or wait till it's free. I mean, yeah, yeah. Vin Diesel is a killing machine with nanites in his body that keep him healing and keep yeah. him murdering. But they have to keep sure. resetting his brain so he doesn't remember Yeah, like stuff. Memento style. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. All right. Yeah, I get behind it. totally. Oh, I'm more excited for for uh, another uh, uh, Pitch Black uh, Chronicles of Rick movie <laughs> that they announced. Fourth one of those. Oh, did they? Oh boy! Nice. Hey, oh, boy. don't make faces. We went to see the Chronicles of Riddick and we loved it. I'm not saying I didn't hey, like it. I'm, I'm I love that shit. Vin Diesel yeah. was the worst part. The rest of the movie was great. <laughs> <laughs> like when right? Vin Diesel's like like wrestling with that like dog thing, and then like they cut away and they come back, and he's like tickling it, and they're like, "What the hell, yeah. dude?" And he's like, "I guess a beast recognizes a beast." Oh, they're like, gross. <laughs> gross. I threw up. I yeah. threw up in the theaters. Like, uh, the the <laughs> last the last good superhero movie I saw was Hobbs and Shaw. So, <laughs> yeah. <they're>. <laughs> <laughs> Even and guess what? Fast and Furious without Vin Diesel. All right. Yeah. Hey. Uh. All right. So I was thinking it's about the end of October. All these all us artists have been doing stuff. I'm really inconsistent in October. I just found it for. I just like use it as an excuse to use all my brush pens and, sure. and stuff. <laughs> That's good. Whatever. I'm not following props. Uh, your buddy across from me there, Joe Patrick, is doing a hell of a good job cartooning. Thanks. And I'm loving it. Thank you, John. And if you guys haven't walked, looked at it, go look at it. But uh, I want to know uh, who you guys uh, have been impressed with and are looking for every day. Uh, one of mine is, well, our local bud, uh, Bruce. 
McCorkendale. McCorkendale. Art House those, Muppets. Those, those are, are so the good. The Art House Muppets shit that he's doing is amazing. Like, it is I, absolutely yeah. blown amazing. Away. So for those of you who don't know, Inktober is when artists draw something every day in October, and he has chosen Art House Muppets as his theme, and he's basically replacing like iconic art house film scenes with Muppets. <laughs> it's so it's, good. And they're, <laughs> yeah, they're masterful. They're great. Yeah. Uh, I'm also, I've also really been enjoying Becky Cloonan's ongoing comic mm-hmm. that she's doing for each other. I need to check that out. That's I'm looking fun. forward each day to look at that. That has been fun. So I'm wondering, I'm wondering if you two, uh, either of you have somebody else you want to shout out that you want the listeners to go check out, but they may not. Uh, so other than Bruce, uh, I'm, Always looking forward to Chris Somney's Batman. Chris Somney's uh, are really good. Uh, and oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Francesco Francavia is doing Stephen King. He's been doing Stephen King uh, things A different too. Stephen oh, King movie every day. So good. And uh, our buddy awesome. Kettnerd is doing kick-ass work. His, I'm so Ooh. impressed. I haven't seen Jim Kettner. Jim Kettner. What's he doing? Um, oh, yeah. He's doing a lot. He was doing Marvel villains for a while. Okay. Uh, he was doing some like Steve Ditko type Doctor Strangey stuff. Okay. Uh, yeah. His his Inktober's are incredible. Bill Sinkevich has nice. had a pretty kick ass Inktober so far. Yeah. That dude is. Oh yeah. He is way active too. Like. Oh yeah. I, I would think like, and I'm not saying he's like, still at it. He's an older guy or whatever, but I mean like he's cranking shit out. Oh yeah. And no, it he, is great. Yeah, he's constantly yeah. putting out new stuff. He's a good Twitter follow. Yes. Definitely. Yes. Nice. Uh, but yeah, those All are right. my favorites yeah shout out to your favorite artist check everybody out john bunger what's your instagram uh john underscore bunger there you go or oh. twitter is just at john bunger with no Who's underscore that bunghole johnny that i'm following then i thought that was you <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, <bunghole> johnny. <laughs> it's really gross his inktobers are disgusting I was, yeah hey, no, I, whatever I you're I into post pictures of my <laughs> yeah. right, try not to. like whatever you're into bro all right like i mean he's a buddy of mine but you know <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got some people right, beating down the door here. Thanks, John. John. Yeah, you too. Enjoy right. your chili. Go Huskers. I have a bad feeling. You. I have a really bad yeah, feeling. Yeah, me too. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to you later. <laughs> 402-819. Whoa, look at that. Kapow. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. Caller. Who this? What's up, guys? It's Cat Nerd. Cat Nerd. We were just talking about we, you. Yeah, we were just talking about your Inktober and how great it's been. Oh, awesome. My, my ears were burning, and so I called. There you go. Totally. You're like, oh, did someone mention John Kettner? <laughs> His name is Jim. Yeah. Jim Kettner. Stop calling That's him That's what John. I said. Jim Kettner. <laughs> Jim, how are, how are you? How are you guys doing? Good. Doing what do you want to rap about? Um, I had a quick, I, I checked the forums to see what the question of the week was. Okay. Um, my 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 gut answer is you go with Spidey because of the personal connection of with the villains, but my but I feel like that's pretty that's going to be pretty basic and you know is right up there with the Flash for other rogues galleries. So I'm also my second uh, response is Captain America, yeah, because it's yes. always because it, it's always a because the villains are great and b because you always want to see Nazis get punched in the face. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. And like by the virtue of that, it's like you know I kind of like some of the Spider-Man villains. I don't want to see them get punched in the face so yeah, bad. Like, yeah, exactly. A lot of, of Spidey villains aren't whatever. necessarily bad guys. Like they got in, sympathetic. Yeah. They got in bad situations and sure. ended up there. You know, I mean, like they yeah. basically turned left when Spidey turned right. Something bad happened to him. And they're like, yeah. well, fuck it. I'm gonna put on a rhino costume and rob a bank. Against the rhino, <laughs> yeah. Oh, and uh, during um, during a uh, brand new day when they were doing Spidey Weekly or three times a month, 
uh, Joe Kelly mm. wrote like some really heartbreaking rhino comics yeah. uh, with like his dead <laughs> wife and stuff. It's yeah. like, oh my God, the rhino, my heart. I know. He's uh, a sympathetic dude. Yeah, in the in Miles Morales, uh, they just introduced uh, the Vulture's granddaughter. Now he's been like taking care of her with his with his uh, loot money and stuff. Like he helped raise her. Oh. Yeah, it's just like they they're constantly sympathizing. Yeah, uh, making the, uh, his villain sympathetic. Sandman had it. a daughter that he just wanted to take care of from a yeah. distance. Like didn't right. want to be near her because he's bad news, baby. Yeah, yeah. But like he loved his daughter yeah, and he yeah. sent money home. Oh. But for a villain that you like to see punched, Captain America's tough to Even beat. Even poor Otto Octavius got beaten so bad that his body died. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was just like a Straight a up. Like his yeah, yeah. brain was mush. You yeah. know? <laughs> yep. Um, so, so, that's, so that's what I got for those. Uh, Captain America, though. The, um, I love Captain America yeah. rogues because, like, they, most of my favorite Captain America rogues are like mirrors of Captain America from an evil regime, basically. Like mm-hmm. they are also political fighters and whatnot, but they're lunatics, you know, like Baron Zemo. Right, right, right. Or, you know, yeah. it's it's someone trying to play with the mythology of Captain America yes. to, you know, like tap in, you know, like uh like didn't Scourge pop up at the end of one of the last, the last ones. Uh, uh, yeah, they're doing the, a, a uh, new Scourge storyline. Yes, I, that was in. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was in uh, previews or the solicitations for the next, uh, for January. Yeah. Yeah, I should say they're either like right, nationalists yeah. or they're like these just flat out like gray level murderers who are just like I fight for money. I even yeah, like, like crossbones. Yeah, like I don't care, man. Yeah, like, like you pay me and I'll shoot that little girl in the face. You Whoa! Know? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> That's crossbones. The baby. Serpent Society. Yeah. <laughs> I love a good snake. Yeah. <laughs> I love a, I, I I love a team that's got a theme. Well, the, yeah, the like, Serpent Society was very much like they want to take over the world, like bring well, they snakes were like, back. Weren't they, weren't they connected to Hydra? I feel like they must have been. Uh, Maybe not. I don't think so. I think they've worked with Hydra okay. occasionally, but they were like their own thing. Hmm. Yeah, and they, they, they were more in the, they were slightly more in the Jamok category of villains. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they were Jamoks. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, Diamond, Diamondback was one, and then she ended up being being a, a good a good guy. Oh, yeah, that they dated um, for a while. Yeah, Cap and Diamondback. Yeah, yeah. They that's, kissy that's, face. When I, that's when I came into Captain America. That yeah, man. Mark Grunewald. Run. Yeah, that uh, it was very, like, very late 80s, early I like, 90s. I like that stuff. Yeah. It was good stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, Diamondback is still, she's um, kind of a good guy, right? Um, I They still play, so. like, she hasn't broken bad again, if I don't recall. Um, I think so. I think you're right. Yeah, she like because not too long ago she helped Cap out with some stuff, and that would have been. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, especially with the the stuff that Coates is doing with like the all the the female heroes, like the Daughters of Liberty. Like I I think that she showed up with with that crew. I'm, I'm not sure I'm not she did. Oh yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure she did. Yeah. Uh, they should have called him the lady, uh, the lady liberators, like they did in the in the seventies, <laughs> when it was like Valkyrie and Hellcat and Black Widow. The lady liberators. <laughs> uh, um, yo, did you guys uh, have you guys talked about Watchmen? No, but I want to talk about Watchmen because it was amazing. I thought it was absolutely amazing. I loved it. Um, yes, I, 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 I liked it. I liked it, I, and I would say it, I liked it more more than a little and it sparked some interesting discussion yes mm-hmm. um so so like i'm not i'm not quite all in with you matt but like because i've got you know i've got i've got takes but like i i do think it, <laughs> i do think it was good and i'm i'm really curious about like what where it's going so some of my uh 
the guys who used to do Galacticus with me, yeah, it mm-hmm. sparked like a really interesting uh, text text conversation like all afternoon yesterday. Um, and my friend John, who was the most before, it was like, I can't believe they're doing this. Like, why why do they need to? You know, you know, even if you want to tell like a superhero story about race relations, like why does it have to be Watchmen? You know, I, I you know, it's it's you know. Just, just kind of questioning, sure. touching the material, which sure. is like an argument we've all heard before. Yeah. And then afterwards, he and then afterwards he had the most like, well, actually, you know, like he liked it the most probably. <laughs> and then me and my friend Scott were like more like, eh, I'd rather they didn't do any anything else with Watchmen, but like, let's like see what's up. Uh, and yeah, no, I, th- I thought it was really interesting. Yeah. I'm my biggest criticism, or like, it's it's not even a full criticism yet. Cause it's like, it remains to be seen whether or not the show can stick the landing or address this stuff effectively. Right. Right. Um, but the, uh, the opening scene with the cop basically framing, uh, having a dramatic scene framed in which a cop is gunned down because they don't have access to their firearm. Well, not just in, that though. I mean, like, but at a time, like at a time, like I think that the show is trying to is, I, I think this show is not unaware of this, but like oh, it's the iron, ironic reversal of like, Oh, we have like lots of cops, like killing unarmed black dudes. Right. And we have a black cop getting gunned down. But, but I, I, I worry about the, you know, the sort of optics of like, you know, you should, you know, cops should be like armed, you know, armed to the teeth and worried about, you know, cause you, cause you might be fighting a Rorschach, you know, no, I mean, sure. like a guy selling with cigarettes or but whatever. The, the, larger, uh, the larger storyline being that like, look, so society took a turn that ours did not and ended up in a very different place where like, yeah, life is way better. Like maybe as a black person, you don't have to worry about getting pulled over for no reason or shot by the cops because they think you're scary. Like this is an e- like a mirror reality more or less where well, we have moved a different direction. And now like the cops aren't innocent either though. They're wearing masks and shit, which is, Oh yeah. yeah, yeah no, that's, that's, that, And that's part of the thing too, is the idea that this is what I'm curious about is, is the show aware, you know, like it's, it's framing, you know, a, a, a brutal fascistic police force with a brutal white supremacist, fascistic terrorist organization yeah and you know uh like and i know that watchmen is all supposed to be you know murky and gray and while at the same time having characters who have that randy and rorschach right you know uh black and white worldview but i i'm i i'm not like i'm not sure what what the show is trying to say about it and right it's and, trying I, to be dangerous and i just i just want to be extra extra careful because you know the Zack snyder Watchmen movie was a complete misread where it's like you know he's a randy and objectivist so that was like a whole movie being like rorschach's right yeah You're right and yes. so i'm i'm curious what this you know what the the take is on so far the take material. feels like, like to what, me that like you have a side that does think Rorschach was right. Absolutely. But mm-hmm. they are even misunderstanding, misunderstanding what yeah. he was right about. And, and <laughs> you know your, what I mean? To your point, to your <laughs> yeah. point, Jim, I think, um, I don't think that they're unaware Mm-mm. of, of yeah. the like look hyper aware because there was that scene where they have their big meeting and Don Johnson authorizes firearm access at all times. Yeah. And the one guy's like, 
uh, that's a bad idea. This yeah. is a mistake. The panda dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the panda guy. Yeah, the panda guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I, and I don't, I don't want to make it seem like I'm, I'm bagging on the show. It's more of a, like I liked it, and I'm just, I'm hoping. It's like a concern, being like, oh, they're playing with some touchy stuff, and yeah. like, yeah. it could be hard to like tell the story well. Right. Like I, like I hope, I hope they know where they're going with it. Like that's. I do too. So and, I, but I also I, think they. I have liked to. it with that I mean, little bit of hesitancy. That's what. I yeah, think they no, have. That's to. totally like, fair. The original totally Watchmen fair. was a very dangerous story too, and I like how it's mm-hmm. being framed so far. I do think. They'll be okay here. I and really do. I do. I think that they want us to be uncomfortable. Yes. At least for now. We're supposed yeah. to watch this and go, oh, fuck. That's what yeah. they're doing. <laughs> like, the, I mean, the cops are not. Yeah, that, that guy got murdered and that was bad. But, like, the cops are not good. Here. Yeah. He also pulled yeah. a poor white guy over because, hey, might be a terrorist. You know, like they were kind of looking for that. So uh, it's they were they were profiling yeah, in their in their world just in their a different uh, profile scenario. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like um, I, don't, I thought that was really cool. We'll see. And we'll I see. love but it when I, cops I totally... get killed. On the record, I love it when cops get <laughs> oh, killed. Oh boy! <laughs> well, that's a thing we're putting yeah, out into the universe. The police. Yeah. Yes. No. 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 Right. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. But, but the um, no. So I'm I'm curious. I I think that. Jeremy Irons as as Veet is some of the best casting. Oh my I'm god! Re- I'm very 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 curious to see what you know what he's up to and and you whether know, or not that, his helpers are robots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What <laughs> I, I'm going with robots. I, I, There's I, something. I they're robots. Clearly man. messed up about those yeah. characters. Uh, right. What was in that cake? Um, what was in that cake? No idea. Was it made out of squid? I don't know. <laughs> Jim, um, we've got a bunch of people beating the door down here. That's all. I'm going um, to open the phone lines up, brother. I, 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 okay, yeah. All right, yeah. Take it easy, guys. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye, later. buddy. Uh, Tony Mathers was trying to call in. Tony, let it rip. Yeah, 402-819-4894. The phone line is open. Uh, Watchmen needs to be dangerous, and it it, it shouldn't be a feel good show. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's not a, a feel good sub- story. It's a little subversive, yeah. yeah. Um, but I do understand his point. It is like 2019's a tough. They need to do it right. It's a tough time to be a black guy in America. Yeah, and uh, I think that that was an intentional. Oh, definitely. Reversal because this is a different yeah. world. They like the black population and in America, and I don't think it's because look at Tulsa, Oklahoma. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but I don't think it's, it's like, because in the Watchmen universe, the black people have it so good because I don't think they necessarily do. They have it arguably better. Well, they got reparations. Yeah, sure. Redford rations. Redford Redford rations. But if like, Robert Redford is not on this show, I am going to throw a fit. <laughs> <laughs> like you can't do this. <laughs> like you have to have him on the show. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I agree. I hope he shows up. Yeah, it makes no damn sense otherwise. Four zero two eight one nine four eight nine four. I saw several of you struggling to get in. Call me back right now. Let's wrap about do it. Do it right now. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. The Serpent Society was not. Diamondback wasn't part of the Serpent Society, was she? Yeah. Was she? Because mm-hmm. I thought they had like. Occult roots. No, no, I don't think so. I'm thinking they the were sons like, of the serpent. No, sons of the serpent are white supremacists. Yeah, uh, but they also had like occult roots. No. Didn't they worship like a serpent god? No. Wasn't this they were just racists that wore helmets and that was it? Yeah. Okay. Um no, the serpent society, I think they were just like crooks. Okay. With the snake theme. Like the Royal Flush Gang. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. the Royal Flush Gang. Not as stupid, arguably. Um <laughs> 
Sure. <laughs> the Royal Flush Gaming is dumb. Yeah, I love them. Like, but, I started yeah. thinking about, like, do I love Superman's rogues gallery? Yes. Do the Royal know? Flush Gang are Justice League villains, not yeah, necessarily. Yeah, but like Superman, Superman. But they're Superman adjacent. I started thinking about Superman. I can't say that I particularly, I like some of those characters, but I can't say I particularly love Superman's rogues gallery. Oh, I, I do. Do you? Who's Lex Luthor? Brainiac? Luthor, yeah. Doomsday? Like, I like Brainiac, yeah. Uh, Doomsday, I don't give a shit about. Yeah, he's cool. I do not give a shit about. And they can't make me care about Doomsday. They can't. Oh, they can. No, they cannot. Oh, they can't. And every time Doomsday comes back, I'm like, I don't care. I feel nothing. The original <laughs> Doomsday story where Superman died, like, Doomsday punched him to death? Give yeah. me a break. Beat him to death. That's dumb. They beat each other to death. That is stupid. <laughs> like, that's what you do? Come on. <laughs> well, that's all he had. I know. He had his bony fists. I don't care about Doomsday. That's fine. I don't care. You don't have to care. Uh, who else was in there? there? I'm trying to think who else. There was another one that I, Superman. Toy Man. Yeah, Toy Man I really don't care about. I love Toy Man. And I'm sorry, but Toy Man has no business fighting Superman. <laughs> like, that's stupid. <laughs> Mongol? I do like Mongol. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. Caller, who this? It's Brian Domingos. Brian Domingos. Hello. How are we today, sir? What's going on, guys? We're talking about rogues. We were specifically talking about Superman rogues and why I don't love them. They're kind of terrible. It's like right? Toy Man and Lex Luthor. Like, yeah, okay, no, I like Luthor. Doesn't have good ones. I like Lex Luthor a lot. Bizarro? No, no. In Bizarro, I mean, there's well, there's a couple. You know, I mean, Meta- like Mr. Brainiac's pretty cool. Like Brainiac's Lex cool. Luthor, but like Mr. Mitzelplick, cool. I don't care. There's at not all. a lot of good ones. Yeah, I don't give you a crap like about Mitzelplick whatsoever. I've never mm-hmm. thought it was a cool idea. General Zod, Batmite, I care <laughs> even less. Batmite is a Batman villain. Yeah, I know, but like that whole genie thing. Uh, General Zod, I, I don't know. I've never seen General Zod used in a way where I was like, yeah, cool, General Zod. He was just like, bad to be bad, you know? And he's just a dude with a beard. <laughs> with Superman you want gen- powers. A, a, good, a good General Zod story is the, um, the first Suicide Squad rebirth arc. Oh? Because I think they find him in the Phantom Zone, and he's like... He is like, like drooling, like spitting when he's talking insane. Like he's like rabbit. It's pretty hilarious. Um, <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah. I don't, the, I uh, it's, it's, well, and Zod didn't I pop up in the latest you're, Bendis thing. You're not right? a, a Harley Quinn fan. So no, I'm not. Um, right. I yeah. don't know that you would have seen that. Yes, he but was. It's, a, the, it's the Rob Williams, uh, Jim Lee arc at the beginning. Oh, okay. Oh, All right. All gotcha, right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. General Zod was like one of the main villains in the first whole year of Bendis' Superman. Zod was? Yes. With uh, Viral Docs and whatever. And when they went into the, remember what, I can't say the, the new. Rogel Czar. Rogel Czar. Yes. Went in the Phantom Zone yes. and got Viral Docs. And I Not remember. Viral Docs, no. Viral Docs is Brainiac. Uh, yeah, General Zod was right there. Was he? I, I remember another Kryptonian. I can't remember. Uh, Jax Ur. That, I think something is like his that. Name. The guy that tried to blow up the moon. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's right. But yeah, General Zod. He wore the was, goggles. Yeah, he had the goggles, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what? I love Superman's villains. That's I love fine. even the shitty ones. I like Toy Man. I like Mister Mixopolitic. Mm. Eh, never really the Parasite. Me. Brian, what did you want to rap about? Um, well, I mean, I I felt a little hamstrung that you know. I mean, I think the Flash is probably the best of the best. Um, out, you know, excluding Batman, and then um, I I do think I like that. Jeff Johns managed to have a whole second group of rogues for Wally that are not as good, but still like worthy of still bringing back. Yeah. Yeah. Like girder and tar pit. And yeah, those guys, they were cool. 
they were cool. Yeah, like I think it's it's very rare that you get like another generation of characters like that that still work and they're not just like of a time. Like they, mm-hmm. they, you know, when they show, when they show up, you're like, yeah, of course. Like he makes sense that he's here. But and, it also wasn't like um, the original weather wizard and stuff, right? Didn't new people step into some roles? Um, no, they were still around, but he's like, but there was another wave of, right. Of, uh, of criminals. So I remember that whole new storyline, like the new rogues and they were like, get out of here, old rogues. And they're like rogue war and stuff. And yeah, that's exactly yeah, how they, it went they, down. <laughs> they did. They had rogue war. Yeah. There was a rogue war. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like Tar Pit and Girder and uh, Murmur and uh, uh, Zoom. Yeah. Like these are these were like all Wally centric villains that were that kind of became his new rogues gallery. Yeah. But the old rogues were still around because Jeff Johns did those really great um, like once a year or something. He'd do like a spotlight on a single character and he did one on Captain Cold and he did yeah. one on a heat wave. Well, it was cold was the one that came back with the old guys and they were like, screw these new guys. This is our town. And that's what Rogue War was all about. Right. The old guys versus the new guys. I don't really. I think yeah, it was. It was. It, it was the woman who I don't remember what her name is, but she was like Goldface's wife or something, and she had this whole like the new rogue team, and she was behind all that. I mean, it's it's weird. It's like they were big in the book, but they're kind of not important. Yeah, right. It's like it's a good like it's like a good subplot, like a really meaty subplot of like you don't care too much, but you care like when it pops up, you're like, Oh yeah, I like this. And then all the stuff's going on with Wally around it. And I mean, I think there's a, there is a story where he's like literally stuck between the two groups. And like, I think there's like weather wizard, there's like a hurricane or a tornado or something. And he's just like, Oh shit. Like he's in the middle, like yeah, literally yeah. in between these two gangs. And it's like, yeah, I do. Remember they all this. matter. They, and you know, I mean, they're not the best characters ever, but they're like, they're good, solid, like, I like seeing them come back. It's not, they're not, yeah, none same. of them make you go, Oh, who's that guy again? Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, there was, um, uh, double down, double down, who could like peel his skin off into like playing cards and cut you with them or whatever. What? <laughs> he had like a power where he could like, God, peel his skin off and it was like playing cards. God, that's worse than marrow. He, that's he so was like, stupid. Yeah. He's like <laughs> demonic gambit. He was, yeah, yeah, God, that's, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, dumb. Now they did have a storyline, they did have a storyline, and I think this was in a separate series somewhere around Final Crisis times, maybe, um, where yeah. a bunch of people did try to replace the classic rogues. Yeah. Like, I'm the new Heat Wave, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the old rogues came back and immediately killed them all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're like, fuck you guys, we're the rogues, we're the real rogues. Yeah, because Cold and Heat Wave put together. But I don't think that was part of the That's Rogue not, War. That wasn't the Rogue War that thing was I was thinking of. I think that was like Gotham City Underground or one of those dumb spinoff titles um, maybe maybe yeah i remember jim calafiore drew it yeah. i think i think that's what it was but yeah oh, he's he's not great yeah i don't <laughs> think i read that because he's not great i like um, jim calafiore <laughs> i can understand why some people be I like turned him off a lot. By him. <laughs> i like when i look back at like i remember liking his like aquaman stuff like i thought it was an it interesting was great. style yeah um but then there's been so and maybe it's that he like likes to work with writers that i don't like but um, I feel like there's a lot of him in like Frank Thierry where I'm yeah. like, no, exactly. Yes. That's exactly like, where I was going this with is, that. This is, a, this is a black hole of like nothing I like. There's so definitely like, a lot I'm of badly written. And I, I actually book. think Frank Thierry wrote that series that I'm thinking of. Uh, oh, he definitely wrote the, the Gotham under underground. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. So it was, I, it was like nine issues. Ooh, yeah. yeah I, no, I don't no blame good. you for giving it a pass. It wasn't, it wasn't great. Um, um, but yeah. but I, I've been reading the, um, of like a ton of old um 
X-Men stuff, like it was literally 30 years old. And I think the X-Men like villains are like the old school ones They're are wonderful. so great. They're wonderful. Um, like the Marauders and yes. the Reavers and Absolutely. Um, just like that. Cause I, I, I picked up the mutant massacre trade, the fall of the mutants and then Inferno. Cause I never, like I knew what happened because I, Right. You know, at one point studied it like it's the Torah, but I'd never actually read the <laughs> yeah. issues. Oh man, that was um, my wheelhouse. Like everything, everything I knew about those stories, I learned from the Marvel handbook. Oh, see, I was Back right. In the day. I lived it. I was getting X-Men comics delivered to my house. Wow. Like, and they came in like the weird little like manila envelope thing, like yeah. from Marvel with a stamp on it. And I was like, oh man. Oh, loved them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a couple of years before I started. Um, so it, it was really interesting to see like like i didn't really ever know how important fall of the mutants was like but it's like it was huge it's so mass it's so huge and yeah. crazy that it's like you know that's the the you know the fake death um mm-hmm. that's where um doug ramsey gets killed that's oh, yeah. where like the stuff happens with archangel like like it's all this stuff all at once like oh crap like they they really synchronize that really well it's also stuff um, they're like still dealing with well not so much anymore but stuff <laughs> they were still dealing with today <laughs> you know it was crazy yeah when they go yeah, to live in the outback and stuff yeah that was great uh, um, so yeah i mean the the reavers are so are like they shouldn't work but they do work um the marauders are like it's like they're so gross, like evil gross. I like them. when they come back and like love take them apart. It's, it's like a real one of those like standing up and cheering moments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, love and them. like in, in Sinister is like the he's like the baddest bad guy. Like I, he's so gross that I can't like handle how like his manipulation of Battle and Prior. Yeah. Is like wonderful. It, again, I, I wonderful. I knew what happened, like the broad strokes, but like how. How like literally like stomach turning it is is really just shocking and it's mm-hmm. no surprise that she went insane and um it really made me wish that a talented writer had written her dating x-man in the x-man yes. book in the 90s because that is such like that should have been peter milligan yeah doing he would have like, been great straight he up great psychosexual that like, would have been weird because, because she's his mom <laughs> basically yeah, right? I mean, yeah. they did it, it was it was Terry Kavanaugh, and he that guy just doesn't have it. Like, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, you're right. I remember like, you knew, when you they were going to do like, uh, kind of weird, but the, the level of like grossness really should have been cranked up. Yeah, because it was. Um, I remember when they were do doing that, um, the trial of Gambit, and we found out that it was Gambit that let the Marauders. He led him the to sewers, the Morlock tunnels. Which yeah, is stupid. But like, I had this theory that Gambit was actually Harpoon in the Marauders, because <laughs> like, they had the same powers. Harpoon is an Eskimo. <laughs> they had the same powers. Harpoon would charge up his harpoon and then fly, like with kinetic energy or whatever, and throw it, and it would explode. Who else do we know does that? Gambit. You yeah, know? I remember this dumb theory of yours. <laughs> I wanted him to be harpooned yeah. so bad. I d- like I he impersonated I an I, Inuit. That I, su- that I support that theory. Got a bowl yeah. cut, it's- impersonated an Inuit for a while, <laughs> made some money killing Morlocks, changed his ways, went back it's to being weird. the king like, of thieves. <laughs> I always I always thought that like betrayal was interesting. 
Um, and the trade, the new trade paperback they did of like those like Marvel, I think they're milestone trades, whatever they're called. Right. Gambit's in the cover art, but like he's definitely like there's no hint that he has anything to do with it. Gambit wasn't even so around it's, it's, back then. Gambit hadn't right, even like been he introduced. Didn't exist, but there's not even like a mysterious man who pays anyone off. Like no. there's not even that like no. you know, thing. So they totally just kind of wedged like, that in there. They were like, yeah. Oh yeah, he was around. Yeah, he he let him there. Why? I don't know. He, uh, <laughs> like why does Gambit know where the more Locks live. I mean, did they even explain it? I'm sure they did in th- back in the day. I don't recall. I, I don't it was remember so it. Dumb. Um, it was so dumb. I, I liked it. No, I, you didn't. Yeah, I did. Like, I thought it was an interesting twist. Like, you're, not allowed, was, you're not allowed to like it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and look, wait, well, I, I only like he, he was there because he was harpoon. That's why. Right? <laughs> is, is that okay now? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So obviously, my story made more sense. <laughs> <laughs> The, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, uh, yeah, he, he race switched and, um, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, that makes sense. Look, it happened um, to, it like, happened to Psylocke. It, yeah. it could happen. Hey, yeah, that, that is true. And like, that story is so crazy. And like, I don't know how this is, I mean, just, the it, X-Men it, were bonkers like you, you, back then. It was nuts. You go, cause it's not even like, cause like she shows up on the, and this is fresh. Cause I think I read it like a week ago. Um, she shows up on the beach, like as the, you know, the British one. Um, yeah. and then like, it's not even like, Oh, the, the Mandarin did it. It's like Mojo comes in for like no reason. Oh yeah. It yeah. just like does, does all this weird shit to her. Well, and then she's like thrown in some arm and then she has that like weird, you know, the Mandarin like corrupts her. And then she's lady Mandarin because that is yeah. like, the cool thing. Well, because but she's Asian. Mentions, like what a great idea. Because at yeah, that point she's Asian. She's Asian right? yeah. 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 So of course lady uh, Mandarin wants her. Cause oh, like, well, um, you know what? It was an acts of vengeance crossover. So that was the whole deal. Um, was that the Mandarin shows up. He's not really an X-Men villain, but the, but the, the cabal. Right. Sends him after the X-Men. Cause that was the whole like, Fight enemies that aren't yours, so they don't know. Right, right, they don't right. know your tricks. He was also part of the hand at the time, wasn't he? Something stupid. Didn't he have a connection to the hand? I don't think so. I mean, he's I he's fighting Hands that. Wear rings, there's dude. that like um, <laughs> there's that Japanese dude who I was confusing with like Shinobi Shaw because they kind of they drew them the same way, but right. he's like that like Japanese businessman dickhead who like hangs you know he's like a thorn in wolverine's side forever but he yeah he is involved with the hand and so he and and like the mandarin like buttheads a bunch um and then you know eventually they betsy breaks free of whatever's going on and they yeah they move on but it's like it's yeah i mean claremont was god what a writer wacky like, now i it was I, crazy. it's hard to like look at his stuff now but like the plot like the payoff of things like oh yeah like 12 years later yeah that was i remember i remember reading wizard and they were they did like articles about it where it's like here's all the things chris claremont set up and here like the idea um of of there being a traitor in the x-men bishop comes back in time because he knows that there's a traitor to the x-men and so for years there's like who's the traitor who's the traitor and there's all these crazy theories like maybe iron man's the traitor he's not even in the (laughs) x-men and then it ended up being Professor X because he was Onslaught. Yeah. And it was like, that was so long ago. It was nuts. That they introduced that idea. Yes. And it took like eight years for them to pay it off. And that was like, that was well, the f- really when the whole Professor X is a jerk thing took off. <laughs> After that, there was well, like, the, the, yeah, no the, holds the barred. Thing, I mean, he wanted I, to have sex with Gene. I, 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 I like he to think killed other team members and stuff. That like, was, that was, that was like two, I think maybe two or more years before 
they'd even done the the like the mind wipe thing for Magneto. Like that hadn't even happened yet. Yeah. No, yeah, so, that it was years later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like yeah, uh, no, so yeah, Bishop. It would have been like about two years later they did the mind wipe. Something like that. Um, because it was X Men twenty five. Like, almost two years after that they did a um onslaught. Yeah. Yeah. So, man, yeah, he played the long game on that book. Oh, yeah. Big time. And he was good at it. Oh, yeah. And he's still writing pointless X books every once in a while. <laughs> that just like to tie back into stuff that he had going on 30 years ago. <laughs> uh, the, the JD catch is in the chat. He says that uh, that Japanese guy in question was Mat- Matsuo Suryaba. Was his name? Because yeah, like didn't that? Shinobi Shaw end up being like Sebastian Shaw in disguise or something like that? No, it's his son. Oh, it's his son. He's his Japanese son. son. Yeah, I, I always felt, I wish that they had half done Japanese. more with those, like that, the upstart no such group, thing as like the upstarts. new yeah. Hellfire Club, but they never did enough with it. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. All right, we got people um, trying to get in here, Brian, so I got to cut you off, man. Poor, uh, speaking All right, of... can, can I say one, one more thing about no. the Marauders? No. Yes, yes, please do. <laughs> okay. Yes, absolutely. The, um, the, the, the boat that they're taking is too small. That's what I'm yeah, it's the sailboat Kitty stole. Well, for now, it's going to be the big, it's going to be the Emma's big, the big battle big boat. boat with the gun on it, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't like, get the it. The boat is, it is like a 12 foot boat. It is so right. tiny. And I'm like, they're standing on the, like the bow of it. I'm like, this boat is not big enough for what you well, want to get. And it's like, um, and I know it's not, definitely not a red. I railed like about X technology. You'd be like, I'll wait for the next one. I railed about X technology on the show and how ridiculous it is that the X-Men are relegated to a boat. Take the X-Men out of it. Let's say this is happening modern day. You're going to put a team of soldiers on a boat and have them sail around? No. Like, that's just Not dumb. That small. You've got planes. <laughs> like, come on. Or, like, you could put them on, a, a like, a battleship. Yeah. Like, you can put I don't know. Something. I mean, like, you tell I don't me get Magneto it. can't steal a battleship? Right. Fly over, grab <laughs> exactly. one. Just, and just give it, grab yeah. a bunch of metal and make one? I don't know. <laughs> like, come on. You no, have a friend named Forge. Forge builds crazy stuff. Like a little boat. <laughs> come on. All right. I'm hanging up on you. Yeah. We'll talk to you later, Brian. Bye, Brian. Tony, Tony, try to call, Tony. Do it right He's now. That's really trying to call. Look at him. There he can goes. Can you just call him back? Hup, I know that you can. Hup, hup. We don't do that for anybody. That's not how it works. You got to fight. Cowboy rules. You got to fight your way in. Thank you for calling THN. Cover to cover. Caller, who this? JD got a catch. JD. Poor Tony. There he is. Sorry, Tony. You know, cowboy rules. I guess man. we're playing by cowboy That's rules, Tony. This is a rough rodeo, man. <laughs> Leave a voicemail, Tony. JD, what do you want to rap about? Uh, I just want to say in my defense, I, I looked at my phone, I called 16 times. That's it. <laughs> I appreciate that. I like that. See? Put that in your pipe and smoke it, Tony. All hey, right? Haven't you, ever, <laughs> haven't you ever tried to win concert tickets from Sweet 98 right, or man. something back in the day? Color 15. Rock in the morning, baby. <laughs> to just to see one of the Doobie Brothers tonight is fairground. Rock it in the morning. Yeah, I no. loved Rock it in the morning. I think he died. <laughs> I think Rocket died. I'm officially aging myself. What was the name Ugh. of the uh, the morning show on Community? It was something in the douche. <laughs> oh, that was Parks and Rec. <laughs> Parks and Rec. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was like Artie in the douche or something. Yeah, Artie Ira, the, Ira, Ira in the douche. Okay, enough fictional radio DJs. What did you want to rap about today? Uh, well, uh, let's. I don't know. I got two things. Answer the answer of the week and Marauders. Let's start with the answer of the week. Let's start with the answer of the week. Uh, Daredevil. Yes. Good. Good answer. Yes. Uh, Good. Great answer. And Daredevil was my answer, but now I'm going to switch to my backup answer. 
You can have the same you know, answer. The, the, the thing I love about Daredevil is the variety. You know, on one hand, you have the very gritty street level, you know, Kingpin and Tombstone and a lot of the crossover with, with Spider-Man too yeah. somewhat. But, you know, and I mean, and I would argue that, you know, Frank is part of Daredevil's rogues gallery. Yeah, definitely. Sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. without a doubt. And But then on the other side of things, you have things like Stiltman and Bengal. (laughs) The Jester. Stiltman and the Jester were from, I mean, like, arguably Silver Age Daredevil, where they were just trying to figure out what the hell to do with this character. So, Hey, I love Stiltman. I don't even care. Stiltman's still dead, right? There have been more than one Stiltman, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that that armor's still floating around. I mean, nowadays it's less about who is Stiltman and more about who's who who bought the armor this week. Right. Uh, you know what? Stiltman may have been one of the characters, uh, one of the villains that the Hood bought, brought back from the dead in that one Punisher volume that Rick oh, Remender. Right. I forgot, I that forgot about them. I told yeah. you that was a thing. Yeah. Man, boy, Marvel loved the Hood for a while. Yeah, they really did. It just what well, was Bendis? Uh, yeah. From what I understand, the hood is coming back. Oh, good. Well, he was just around not too long ago. He was running around uh, in that whole God, Thanos uh, thing. Uh, the last uh, uh, Hawkeye. Uh, Hawkeye's going up against him. Oh, yeah. There's that Hawkeye miniseries coming out. Yeah. But he had like an Infinity yeah, Stone. That, in that last, uh, or no, uh, he didn't have the Infinity Stone, but he was with the guy that did in the last big uh, Marvel. Cosmic, oh, that's right. The yeah. The Jerry Duggan thing. Yeah. The, Infinity Wars. Yes. The hood. Yeah. The hood was there. All right. Yeah. He was running that I, like group I blocked of, it out. He was running that group of bad guys that was protecting who uh, the dude that had the infinity stone. Okay. I can't remember. Yeah. It was it's not a good event. I blocked it out. No, it was not a good event. <laughs> no, it uh, wasn't. But yeah, I think Daredevil memorable. Daredevil has great villains. Absolutely. Even the silly ones, they mm-hmm. do great things with them. Yes. The owl, the owl is a dumb character. Oh, yeah. But Bendis made yeah. him like it into this like slimy crime lord guy. Like I wannabe kingpin. Oh, but the kingpin didn't even respect him and he had to like deal with people that the kingpin had pissed off and right. shit. Like the owl yeah. was cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh oh. I think uh, they I think they killed the owl pretty brutally in yes. this most recent Daredevil run. The owl got murdered. Uh, R.I.P. the owl. Uh, and then wasn't Daredevil the origin of the hand? Wasn't that book where the hand was invented? Yes, the hand yes. came from Daredevil. Yes. That's what I thought. Yeah. Frank so Miller. Anything that gives the Marvel Universe something that significant, I think, is noteworthy. Yeah, most definitely. Totally agreed. All right, let's talk about Marauders. Okay, well, first of all, I just wanted to start off with, I really liked the book. It was fun. Uh, it was fun. That being said, I completely agree with everything you guys said about the sailboat, it's about so, the little sailboat. It's that so was weird. a silly concept. And even yeah. the big boat, even the big boat is still pretty silly. No, I don't think any the big boat is a silly concept. <laughs> I'm I think like any boat is dumb. Like, Let's just, just make them just a be, team on jet skis. It could just know? be <laughs> argued away by saying like, this is how Kitty and Emma want to do it. I guess. Well, as far as as far as the big boat, yeah, the small boat, I think now the one thing that I think we're overlooking is the fact that have we seen outside of them using the shuttle to go to the space station to take out the mother mold? Have we seen an X-Jet no. in No. Pox Pox Docks? No. No, cuz they use the portals, but I mean These are portals and, and a space the shuttle. Thing, that was it. But, I mean, they have to still have a Blackbird, right? Yes. It's not like we also didn't see them, like, put all their tech in a building and blow it up. You know, like, we didn't see anything like that. Well, no, they didn't. But at the same time, here's the other thing. If 
they've come out and said, here we have Krakoa, this is our nation. Wouldn't one of the very first things to happen would be a Quinjet show up and Captain America and Iron Man step down and go, hey guys, what's going on? We just want to see what's going on here. Well, yes and I no. think Krakoa has kind of a no-fly zone mode to it. Well, they did fly. And that's why that should be. Fly yeah. there. Professor X and Doug Ramsey did fly there. And because he, they flew there on Initially, the Blackbird on the very and Doug got out and yeah. And he said, we're going to build it here and it's going to be great. I need you to learn what he's saying, like learn his language yeah. or whatever. And then uh, they flew away. I mean, that is a good point. You would think that like some of the heavy hitter Marvel heroes would be like, uh, well, he did talk to him though. He said, Hey, respect our boundaries. Well, he talked to Reed when yeah. they met coincidentally also, in they New showed York. Tony and cap and everybody like watching the, the TV when Professor X was like, please respect our boundaries and so on and so forth. And Tony was like, this right. does not end so well. so good about that in the past. Yeah. <laughs> and because Tony says out loud, this does not end well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I'm just saying that, I mean, as a writer, I can say, why didn't Kitty fly there? That's a really obvious answer. No one can fly there once the portals were set up. Yeah, I mean, I'll, one way in and one way out I'll, of the island. I'll buy that Krakoa has some sort of like maybe, sneak on yeah. the wa- sneak on water maybe. side. Yeah. Right. Um, um, and now the one thing uh, that aside, I want to I, I want to move on to the things I like because I I I feel mostly positive about the book and right yeah uh, same. The biggest thing that I like is I feel to a certain degree that Kitty is us. Yeah. Kitty, the way they're writing her yeah. is she's like what the fuck's going on with you people? <laughs> Kitty is definitely the skeptic without a doubt. Yeah, She's definitely got that outsider just kind of like, okay, y'all are a little intense with this and the, the, I don't want even fucking let me on. So yeah, uh, <laughs> she's definitely y'all the skeptic, are out. And I, mean, I like that. And you can Aaron Burr from Hamilton. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you can use in it's smart because they can use Kitty to basically, mm-hmm look at what the rest of the X people are doing that make us all go like, is this okay? Is this all right? And have her be like, no, well, yeah, it's, it's not okay. It's Dear reader, classic this is crazy. Kitty. I mean, Kitty's been an author insert character since yeah. the beginning. The thing they're going to have troubles with is like the X-Men she's surrounded with uh, storm Iceman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, like these are characters that we have seen full on chug the goddamn Kool-Aid. Like they are. Yeah. Nightcrawler. Storm, especially firmly entrenched. Yeah. Storm, especially you know? Storm and Nightcrawler. Storm and Nightcrawler are on that like judicial committee or whatever. I don't think Nightcrawler. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Nightcrawler's on the yeah, Marauders. Yeah. I think he was just there. Oh, he was just there. Well, he's, he, I mean, he wasn't named in the, in the, in yeah, the, he in wasn't the on the cover. The number one of like Wolverine. None of them have been. I mean, no, there's pictures the, the of main X book yeah. is more than the Summers family. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Um, I mean, I don't think I don't think the team rosters are going to match the solicits worth a shit. I don't think so. I, I think you're right because there's been a bunch of art and it seems pretty loosey goosey as far as like yeah. who is where and who's doing what. I have not seen Wolverine in and any I'm of sorry, the cover. You can't have a swashbuckling yes, book without absolutely. Nightcrawler. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Uh, is he in Excalibur? Is he? Did he go? Is he going to Excalibur? Where no, is Nightcrawler going to be? Excalibur. Or at least he's not in the solicit or the cover. Now, like I said, see my previous statement. He might be. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, uh, but back to the swashbuckling. Uh, okay. Also, uh, I've never seen Kitty that terrifying, and I loved that every fight, minute of it. That fight was brutal. It yeah. was so tough. It was great. It was totally great. It was almost. It was brutal to the point that I was kind of feeling like maybe I was like, whoa, 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 this is a little too. And then I was like, nope, 
But she wasn't no, killing all anyone. her friends have drunk the cult Kool-Aid. Yeah. She can't get through the door. She doesn't know what the fuck's going on. She's, she's super got, frustrated. She's got issues to work out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she also didn't kill anybody. She messed those guys up, but they were bad news. But you know, but and it, they were like firing also, loaded guns at innocent people. It also happened right yeah. after the conversation with Emma where uh, Emma's like, I trust you because you don't take shots. You don't take hits on people after they're already down. And she's like. Yeah cripples two dudes by phasing a gun into their leg. Uh, oh, God. Yeah, they like, were bad guys. That guy wishes he was dead. They were bad guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, they were bad yeah. guys. But, uh... Okay. JD, I love talking to you. We've got to give Tony Mathers some time. This poor guy. He's, <laughs> All he's right. in the chat threatening to hurt himself. But, but tell Brian I get his time next week. All right, deal. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Bye, JD. Always going to talk to you. Tony, call us. Or somebody else. Interrupt Tony. Cowboy rules. Cowboy rules, baby. It's a rough rodeo, like uh, I said. John, John Tverdick. X-Men's rogues gallery are both awesome and frustrating with yes. characters blurring lines and changing alliances unfathomably at times. It can be annoying, but also kind of fun because good and bad in real life is not as black and white as it is in, say, Batman comics. Yeah, I mean, the, the totally X-Men fair. have gone back to that well of, like, the good guy, the bad guy's a good guy, and the good guy's a bad guy, and, like, Juggernaut's on the team for a little bit and stuff, <laughs> you yeah, know? Like, right. they don't, they, and every time they did it, I ate it up. I ate it up. Sure. They're, like, I love it when bad guys turn good. every time. I love it when bad guys turn good. Yeah, my favorite Magneto was always good guy Magneto. I was so mad when they made Sandman back into a villain. I loved him as a good guy. When did that happen? Uh, that was brand new day. Was it? Mm-hmm. Yes, Tony. You can call now. Call God. now, Tony. You Do big it. baby. <laughs> Damn it, Tony. <laughs> um, I also, Sabretooth is a good guy. You better hurry up, Tony, because there's I time delay. Somebody might get in there. Adore Sabretooth is a good guy. I love it. Now, I also love Sabretooth as a bad guy. So <laughs> I'm fine with both. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. Caller, is this Tony Mathers? <laughs> yeah, it is. Tony! Yay! He did it! <laughs> um, yeah, I need to call because uh, all I do is work anymore, and I work with my wife, and she tells me she has to hear this nerd shit anymore. She's going to divorce me, <laughs> so I have to get it off my chest eventually. <laughs> are you two like a hard-nosed police de- married police detective team, or are you like bounty hunters, or like what's your story? Whatever works for you. Yeah, okay, cool. I'm going to go with bounty hunters. <laughs> I'm going to go with bounty hunters. Sure. That's great. I dig it, you know? Better looking than Dog and his wife. Yeah, yeah, well, I hope so. Yeah. Uh, dog's wife is dead. Oh, did she die? She, R.I.P. Sorry. Yeah, it ripped poor Dog's heart out, but he's a racist piece of shit, so who cares? <laughs> Tony! Tony! What? <laughs> Call him back. What the crap? I don't know if I can. <laughs> what the hell happened, Tony? Let's see. That's not it. Is this him? I don't think that's Hello. it. Hello. Hello. What happened? What happened? I was on the phone. It's, I, I'm on multiple calls right now. Oh, I thought you were. I thought you were uh, upset about the dog, the bounty hunter. Yeah, I thought, yeah we, maybe we offended you. <laughs> like, oh. How dare you insult my idol? <laughs> I'm sorry. We lost you. What do you want to rap about, Tony? I have a couple of rapid fire things. Okay. Um. One, Matt, there's a podcast you really need to listen to. It's called Monstro. It okay. is some dark, macabre shit. All right. Joe, stay far away from it. I will. Well, don't, 
You're saying don't words eat while you're listening. You're to saying it. words that tickle my pickle, sir. All right. Gross. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, just to tell you, just, just listen to it and you'll figure out what it is. It's all true crime stuff. It is. It's really awesome. In. Um, totally down. I've, uh, I, I'm all caught up on four. Holy shit, that was hard to put together after the fact because they renumbered to change a series so many damn times. Yeah. yeah. It, I, I lost track of it. It was for a while. very difficult. And I feel bad for anybody that is filing that stuff in a comic book store. Like, man, oh, yeah. th- it's almost impenetrable. And I feel bad. I get it. They're selling the trades and they want to do it that way Thor 1, Thor 2, Thor 3. But, like, some people are still reading these damn comics, okay? Yeah. I, it's difficult. Yeah. Uh, I think it was, I think all the Jason Aaron stuff was good. I think any of the other extra fat, like original sin or all the tie-ins around war of the realms kind of weighed it down. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think King Thor, King Thor was the best part. Absolutely. I think he's the best part of the whole thing. King oh Thor's yeah. Real good. King Thor is fantastic. Uh, original sin was terrible. Yeah. It was terrible. It was stupid. Yeah. It was stupid. And it's like, I, I feel like they had an ending that they wanted to use and then something changed gears and they were like, all right, we'll hold off on that because there was just no reason at all not to tell us what Nick Fury said that made him unworthy or whatever. There was <laughs> yeah. no reason. And, it was, and, and there like, was no payoff. And when they ultimately revealed what it was, Nick Fury said it was just like something innocuous, like that made him feel bad. Yeah, it's like your dad doesn't like you. It was no <laughs> shit. I mean, like Odin's it never was, liked It was him. such a bad <laughs> revelation. And I feel like that's because... Uh, when they wrote Original Sin, they had no idea what Nick Fury said to make Thor drop the hammer. Or they had a plan for it, and they changed. Yeah, I don't know. Big time. But uh, I agree. I, it was it was hard to keep track of all that, uh, yeah. but I do love the current stuff with King Thor. It's very good. Oh, it's wonderful. Uh, so good. Yeah, it's ending really well. Um, so you guys were talking about the uh, Ike Perlmutter uh, Marvel shows. Yes. I don't know if you saw, like, the day after the show went up that... Uh, Cloak and dagger. <laughs> yeah, yep. cloak and dagger. Called my shot. Yeah. No. <laughs> They're all going no, away. I, They're gone. Forget. I, it. I say good riddance. None of them fit. You no. know, I, 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 I think one of the biggest letdowns was not having Daredevil in Civil War. And you know, like I get it. Why? But hopefully now they can just it all be one big thing. I hope so. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it needs to be. And I think they're at a point where they understand that. The Avengers movies were so big and so important to the Marvel Universe that we are going to expect something like that. And it was a mistake to have Daredevil and Iron Fist over here and have, you know, Runaways and Cloak and Dagger over there. If you want to do this and do this right, let's get it all in one place. Well, and the reason they're doing that, do it. the reason they did that is because they're trying to capture different audiences and I get than that. just the comic book guys. Like but us. I think they are now like Cloak and Dagger was supposed to be like a young adult focus. But they have realized they have yeah. captured every audience. They have sure, yeah. everyone now. So yeah, bring it in house. That's true. Do it all in the same place. And if we need to bring Daredevil into a movie. Not a problem. If we need to bring Luke Cage into a movie, got him right here. You know, maybe the Punisher shows up in this. What? He's our guy. We got him. It makes sense. It's all in the world. There you go. I'm fine with it. Totally fine with it. Yeah, I, I, and I think S.H.I.E.L.D. just shows what happens when you try to dance to their tune and you don't have any um, agency of your own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like when they're just trying to keep up with the MCU, but... MCU doesn't care about them. Or they keep making so. you change your dancing shoes and then they take your shoes away. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And you're in a sock yeah. hop at that point. Like, <laughs> I don't know, I mean, uh, we're still here. <laughs> I mean, I do love agents so, of shield, but it is frustrating because they try so hard. They, at least at the, in the beginning, they tried so hard yeah. to stay connected. Like Samuel L. Jackson shows up. Sif shows up. Yeah. 
Um, and then at a certain point, they just threw their hands up and said, fuck it. Uh, they did a yep. they did a uh, they did a, a time jump and did not even bother to mention uh, the fact that 50 percent of the earth died. Well, you know, uh, though they do mention that there's a battle. I think they reference in the in the season finale that year that uh, that Thanos was a, that there was an invasion happening. Yeah, they, um, I think you're right. But can you imagine being in that writer's room? I bet it's so can hard. You yeah. imagine because, you know, they were like, we got the best job in the world, man. Like they wrote all the hard stuff. We just got to write these side characters. Oh, we can't talk about that. We can't talk about that. We can't talk about that. <laughs> like, yeah. What are we supposed to do? Yeah, I you bet know? it was really frustrating. <laughs> it's like making a Godzilla movie with no Godzilla. <laughs> but I totally, I agree with you, Tony. I, I think it's probably best for these shows to yeah. fade away and let the Marvel Cinematic Universe kind of be in on TV and in films. Yes, it it just makes sense. It doesn't feel good. It just doesn't feel so, good. So, uh, I heard you guys kind of talking about it. I don't know everything that was said. I don't want to be beat a dead horse. I think Marauders has a boat because they wanted a uh, a book called Marauders. Yep. That's yeah, it. that's it. There was like, I, oh well. I think the the tail wagging the dog. I think the nautical theme yeah. is forced until they give me a reason why yes, it has to be. That's that way. all it is. Um. Um. Did Did you see about the uh, X Men Fantastic Four event that was announced? Yes, I yes. have not. Okay. Uh, they're doing. Uh, they're playing off of the first issue of House of X, where they have that confrontation, right? Uh, and then uh, uh, Cyclops, Chip, Chip Zdarsky, four issues. Yeah, Terry Dotson. You wary? Yep. Uh, and Cyclops says something um, that you might construe as threatening about Franklin. It's like, hey, tell oh, yeah, Franklin yeah. I said hi. No, he said tell your son. He's got family he's, waiting for him on Krakoa. He's got family waiting whenever yeah. he wants to come home. Yeah, uh, so it's going to be about that, Woo! about Franklin and, and his place <laughs> with the mutants. Um, they're also bringing back giant size X-Men. That's fun. I saw that. As like a, a rotating character focus. Yeah. Um, Gene and Emma are the first characters that they're going to spotlight. There's some stuff they need to straighten out there, certainly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, Dawn of X, it keeps growing, keeps yeah. growing, and I'm, I'm excited excited about all of it. Tony, it has been wonderful to talk to you. I'm glad you got through, buddy. I, can I leave you with one question? Because my kids are pounding on the door. Absolutely. What is, a gal- what is a gallery? How many villains do you have to have to have a gallery? Like Iron Man, to me, has villains. I don't think he has a rogue gallery. Iron Man's definitely got so, a rogue's gallery. He does. Um, I'm, I'm just saying, I, okay, I'm just picking Iron Man randomly, but you, you know what I mean? Like, no, I totally like do. Like, a gallery. Um, so Iron Man's Flash. I, I think we're using the term rogues gallery maybe a little incorrectly. Like, right. The Flash I is. I gotta ro- go, but just fill it right. out and I'll listen to you guys later. Thank okay. you for calling me back. <laughs> Thanks, right, Tony. Uh, I, like, The Flash is rogues gallery. That's an act. They are a, a group. Yeah, like they work together. They are a, a collective. Well, but Batman's rogues gallery isn't necessarily a group. No, they're it's definitely not. a rogues gallery. That's what gallery. I'm saying. Uh, I'm saying he's got villains. Right. But I think what to, what Tony's trying to get at is that Iron Man's got villains, but they don't have anything to do with each other. So well, sure, but is, is that really a rogues gallery? I think in the way that any we rogues were gallery about. is just hero centric. These guys like started in this book are you know are they are in. This hero's universe, they definitely, like, are a thorn in his side. That's what I'm counting as a rogue scout. Yeah. What is your answer? Uh, boy, it's really hard not to give it to the Flash. I'm giving it to Spider-Man. Yeah. And then it's not necessarily because, like, I don't need a rogue's gallery to be, like, all evil dudes. Right. Like, 
Right. They can be sympathetic guys. Like sure. Some of Flash's rogues are sympathetic too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that Spider-Man has some of the most well fleshed out villains, like their characters sure. are so well realized um, that I like, I care about them. Like I'm interested in what's going on with their lives when they're not fighting Spider-Man. Fair. Uh, so yeah, Spidey. Wolverine is my answer. I, I can't help it. I love Wolverine's. Rogue I'm making Gallery. a face at you I, right now. The Silver Samurai, right? Sabretooth, right? I mean, like, uh, what's her head uh, with the Lady Deathstrike? Lady Deathstrike, <laughs> Cyber, I, Cyber, and like Wolverine's Rogues Gallery truly hates Wolverine. <laughs> like, <laughs> they, they, like it's the one group of guys. Like, they have almost nothing to do with each other. But the one thing they all share is they hate that dude. You know, it's not like, like well, Wolverine tried to stop me from being the king of Kingtopia. I mean, like, nope. It was like, <laughs> nothing like that. Like, I want to kill him because I hate him because he's short thorn in my side. I can't stand that dude. <laughs> you know, like the whole Weapon X thing and everybody that came out of that that was super nasty and wonder, oh, I love Wolverine's Rogues Gallery and because they hate him. Okay. So much. That's healthy. Oh, it's great. Uh, we have three voicemails. With three voicemails? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Did you star them? They did, yeah. They did start? They did start. Oh, wait. I'm looking at the wrong Gmail, bro. There we go. Um, I also thought a lot about the Fantastic Four Rogue Gallery because I just like those big kind of cosmic time trap like kang and annihilus and yeah. like i love those characters every time it was like because the fantastic four was hopefully outgunned outmanned and they just had to smart their way out of it you know that was the only way every time and every time those bad guys showed up it was bad news sure really bad news yeah you know like they really didn't have it's not like there was a stilt man that messed around fantastic four you know like they were all bad and like dr doom come on yeah i'm changing my answer to the fantastic four because dr doom is my favorite super villain and the thing about team villains is that they always end up being villains for all the heroes like I mean, sure. annihilus is not just a fantastic four villain. i'm not saying but he definitely came out of the fantastic four yeah he but came that's kind of why i didn't want to that's kind of why like, i didn't want to count team but villains. we don't have annihilus in the marvel universe without the fantastic four no, they I brought mean, like, him here i understand i understand that they that's true in the negative zone yes but the majority of the fights against annihilus have probably not been against the fantastic four uh, i mean I, that's debatable i don't know i don't know there but like, just, I don't know. I just I love all the villains that were sort of introduced in that super science Fantastic Four background are so much fun. They're wonderful. I villains. mean, yeah, they're great villains. I'm not arguing that. Terax? Terax was yeah. Terax he was definitely was FF. A herald of Galactus, yes. Yeah. Oh, so good. Galactus? Come on, man. Come on. I yes, they're great villains, man. I think I, they are, they're like the biggest problem in the Marvel universe are the Fantastic Four's villains. <laughs> no question. That might be fair. <laughs> all right, Max Man, take it away. Hey guys, what's up? It's Mixed Man calling once again with an answer for the question of the week. All right, so I'm just going to go ahead and say something really easy. I'm pretty sure someone already said it or is going to say it after me, but best villain set after Batman for me, easily Spider Man. Yeah, man. I mean, you got this this comic, uh, Home Coming Home, where Ezekiel is telling Peter the way villains are supposed to work, right? I mean, the hero is themed with one thing, 
So the villains have to be a contrast to that, right? It has to be like a compliment, better yet. So you got Spider-Man that's a spider, right? So you have his villains that have to be other insects or animals or things that are related, right? You you got Scorpion, you got Goblin, you got Rhino, you got Craven the Hunter, the person who literally hunts animals and stuff. So easily... I mean, it, it, it's the same thing with Batman, you right? Because slide. You got Batman, a dude <laughs> right? who is so crazy, wheel. so insane. <laughs> he dresses up as a bat and he makes himself look sane, right? And at the same time, you got his enemies that are so sane because they try to mimic him, right? They try to do something uh, that's like Batman, right? So they're, right. they're so sane that the, the stuff they're doing Everyone thinks they're crazy, right? That's why they keep on sending them to Arkham when they're not crazy. They're crazy like they're, a fox. they're just sane. That's it, right? So, anyways, that's know. my first answer. My second answer. I'm not really sure if this counts, but X Men. I mean, yeah. sure, you got like mutant Absolutely. villains like Magneto, Apocalypse, and whatever. But for me, the best villain is the one that you're trying to protect, and despite the fact that you're trying to protect them. He keeps on trying to kill you, right? So I'm talking about humans, man. Humanity. Humans uh, are the main nemesis for X-Men. He's totally right. And the that makes him the most lethal, animal right? animal of all. The X-Men can't do anything to him, right? They can't attack him. They can't hurt him. They can't kill him. They can't do anything to him because they're trying to save him, right? Right. It's one of the three but laws of Krakow. they're trying to save him. Kill no man. They have to be careful not to be killed or not to be forced into extinction by him, right? I mean, that's what this whole... Uh, House of X, Power of Ten thing was about, right? Yep. Well, anyways, um, I guess that's it, guys. Max Man calling from Mexico once again. See you guys later. Peace. Buenos dias, Max Man. Uh, man, the most dangerous beast of all. Totally. Ooh. That's a very good point. That's a good one. And there was a lot of shithead dudes that hated the X Men. Yeah. Yep. All right. What do we got here? Uh, a guy named Jason. Jason from Austin. Oh, all right. What's up, two-headed nerd? My name is Jason from Austin. Called in about four years ago, so not a first time, long time. Still counts. She got me. Uh, calling in for a question for the question of the week. Uh, with Tom Scioli's grand design coming out and Ed Pisker's grand design being amazing, what do you think the next grand design treatment should be? Avengers. Personally, I think that Jeff Lemire should do a Alpha Flight grand design. Whoa, oh, fuck. Let me know your thoughts. <laughs> you just you just did it. You did it, Jason. <laughs> you named the best possible option. Woo! Yeah, I'd freak out. Oh, <laughs> Jeff Lemire. Wow. Alpha Flight oh, like it drawn by him, too? Oh. Yes, oh. I want it. I want it. I want him and Matt Kent to do it together. Oh, man. He's so cool. <laughs> that was such a good answer. Oh, my God, um, dude. I think Avengers Grand Design is probably going to be the next one. I think Avengers Grand Design probably will be the next one. I would also like to see a Hulk Grand Design where we go back and need to delete that. just follow like the Hulk from day one and retell the story. Uh, finding someone to do it is the hard part. You've got to find like the right guy with the right look. And I would love them. It, like. It, if I'm fantasy booking this, Jose Ladron. I would love to see him do that. That would be amazing. Go get Ladron and let him, and he'd probably have to get a writer too, though. I don't know if Jose Ladron's a writer. Maybe he is. I don't know. But I would love to see him do a history of the Hulk. Oh, that would be so cool. Ooh. 
All right, Jason Sachs called in too. Let's see what he's got for us. Jason, welcome back, by the way. Yeah, four years, man. That's too long. Come on, call us, dude. Seriously. Hey, guys, it's Jason Sachs. On my way to Jet City Comic Show in Tacoma today. So nice. I'm going to get to you and chat for a little bit. But voicemail is cool, too. So when it comes to the best rogues gallery in comics, I don't think there's any contest. It has to be Spider-Man's rogues gallery. There's just such a depth and quality of villains in this past. Obviously, the Green Goblin and the Hobgoblin are right at the top of the list. And characters like Sandman and... Uh, the Vulture are right up there as well, but if you go down the list, Rhino and Will of the Wisp and, yes, Rocket Racer, they're all, like, great characters. Yes. And so many of them will come back in interesting and fun ways. Of course, how can we leave out Venom, who turned out to be one of the most uh, interesting characters that anyone ever came up with. Started as a rogue, um, became one of the better characters in the Marvel Universe. Anyway, uh, sorry I missed you. Talk to you later. Bye. Good to talk to you, Jason. A lot of votes for Spider-Man. And yeah, yeah I don't disagree. Like, even even the quote unquote lame villains are great fun. Yeah. Like the Shocker is one of my favorite villains I love of the Shocker. all time. I love the Shocker. Yeah. And um, I even like I have I have a soft spot in my heart for the Prowler and Rocket Racer. Sure. These are not yeah. necessarily great characters. Electro and like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. Spider-Man's villains. Definitely way, way up. There. Oh, yeah. Way up there. All right. We need a new question of the week. Set hey, I have one. Set aside. I Let's do have this. It. Uh, Patrick agrees. Spidey is the best. No question. All right. Our new question of the week was submitted by Trevor via the THN forums. 2019 seems like the year of finales. Game of Thrones, the Infinity Saga, the Skywalker Saga, the Fox Mutants. It has me wondering what was the most satisfying ending to a series and what was the least satisfying and he's talking about everything. Movies, TV, comics, okay. books, etc. I'm into it. That's a fun one. Great question. Finales. Yeah. I believe that is also Spanish. Finale. Kidding. It's French. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do that next week right here on THN Cover to Cover. Thank you to everybody that called in and played along. You can do so at any time. 402-819-4894. Oh, my God. I almost gave him the Ministry of Hemp phone number. <laughs> like, call different. into the Ministry of Hemp. <laughs> if you have hemp questions, you can call there, too. <laughs> uh, sorry to everybody that tried to call and couldn't get through. We had a ton of people Cowboy today. rules, baby. It's a rough yeah, rodeo. A lot of people. You got to get in there. Stay uh, on that horse. Make it happen a little a little quicker <laughs> next time so we don't have so much <laughs> awkward silent talk. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Thank you to everybody that called in, played along. Have a safe and happy Halloween yeah. up this week. Be and, careful uh, today. Apparently it's the scariest Saturday. Scariest Saturday. And now what is the, tell me the horror comic thing? Halloween Comic Fest. Halloween Comic it's, Fest. They've been doing it for several years now. They, it's not as, it's not as big as Free Comic Book Day. Okay. But um, a lot of the companies put out like, uh, trick or treat sized, right? Like, oh, okay, sure. Comics. Oh, yes, I knew about this. Yeah, okay, that's fun. So, I go to your local. I don't comic remember. Shop. I don't know if they're necessarily smaller format, but I, I kind of remember them being. like I think they are because a little bit more bite sized. Yeah, you can like you can pass hit, them out. Put it. They can put them in their bucket in their bag and yeah. whatever. Yeah, their Frankenstein head. Yeah, yeah. Whatever they got. So know. yeah, it's like trick or treating for comics. All right. Well, for now, it's two other nerds saying trick or treat, and signing off.